You are tuning into the Lehigh Low Ego High Impact Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Volkan Emre, along with a dynamic team of Kellogg School of Management alums. We are here on a shared mission to uncover the mindset that drives impact and success. On Lehigh, we have thought-provoking conversations with incredibly successful entrepreneurs, business leaders, and investors from around the globe. We uncover the mindset that drives them, allowing them to make a high impact without losing themselves to ego. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Today, we are recording a very unique episode with Kostas Polakidas in Bangalore, India, featuring two amazing female tech leaders. Joining us are Sonia Arora and Pritha Menon. Both have over 15 years of impactful tech leadership experience in the United States in diverse industries. Sonia and Pritha are classmates from the Kellogg School of Management's Executive MBA program. Sonia Arora is a seasoned technology leader in cloud and agile transformation, software development cycle, and process improvement. She is currently leading digital transformation projects at Blue Shield California to provide access to safe, high-quality, and affordable healthcare. Pritha Menon is an innovative business technology leader and a strategic product owner with experience in deep tech product development. Prita is currently at Abbey, where she is a leader in the delivery of innovative products to improve the lives of the patients. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Just as background for our audience, what brings us all together is we are all in India right now uh, as part of a tech venture uh, course through the uh, Kellogg Executive Business Program. Uh, it's been an incredible almost two weeks now. I think we'd all agree. We've met some with some incredible, incredible uh, companies, and we've also seen, which is in large part the the the, um, the background for this podcast, um, just how much India has changed, and potentially the impact that it will have on the world in terms of what we we saw and what, what's coming out of this this country. Um, but before we get started, I was hoping that each of you could give some background on where you were born here in India, and your journey to the United States and to where you are today, and. Let's start with Preeta. Thank you for having us here. Um, I was born in uh, South India, the southernmost part um, in Tamil Nadu, Coimbatore. Um, I'm basically from Kerala, which is uh, uh, God's own country. Um, but we, my parents migrated uh, when they were kids to uh, Coimbatore. And um, from a very young age, I think me and my sister, we had two daughters. And I think one of the the core um, values has been like, be humble and uh, do the best to get the best education possible. I think even though my parents um, didn't do beyond high school, they both made sure that we were able to get the best possible education. And... As I'm looking at um, Tech Venture, the program as part of the experience that we came in, and looking at all the women out there, the entrepreneurs, the startup uh, um, world that they've been in, the 
success that they've had it makes me very proud of uh, being part of um, like the program plus also being able to see from where india has gone uh, from 20 years back to now um, the explosion of technology and the amount of uh, indian entrepreneurs especially women is uh, mind blowing um, for me uh, as a kid my thought process was okay i want to learn um, i wanted to make sure that um, i i respect my parents and uh, do the best i could uh, because they had made a, a lot of sacrifices for us and uh, that was the one thing that was top of mind for me and i'm the first generation um, uh, in my family to to come to the united states to pursue a masters degree so even now it's me and my husband and my family that's in the united states all my other family members are in india uh, when i came to the us first i think my thought process was okay let me do my masters in electrical engineering then see how things go right i didn't have a big long term plan um i came and did my masters and i started um, a technology role in motorola um even in the united states what i could see is in stem programs women are uh, few a handful of people i had one other female with me in my group and it's just the two of us everybody else uh, it's a male dominated world out there even in the tech uh, technology firm like a uh, product development so i slowly uh, started shifting towards technology it particularly because um that's where i saw uh, my passion being i could um like be able to do more business relationship management be able to understand i think soft skills is where i was focusing on um and as part of this program what i understood is that you have to be patient you have to um like make sure that you are able to grab opportunities when you even if it comes on the left side um they may not uh, look like those are the opportunities you want to pursue but uh, for women especially they have to keep proving themselves a lot just to make sure that they're able to get a seat at the table and uh, uh, overall uh, i would say that ma- make sure that like look for, look out for opportunities they may not have a big door open for you it might be a tiny window you might be uh, you have to be ready to grab grab those opportunities when they come to you and opportunities are rare as you indicated thanks very much prita for sharing uh it's it's really great to hear your background and your achievements and your journey like simply thank you very much for sharing how about you sonia would you mind sharing your background where you were born in india and your journey to the us uh and where you are today hi uh thank you for having uh, us here this is uh this is exciting um and just to bring up to speed with what how i came to us very similar um uh, i did not come here as um as for education uh, i was already working in um india in nit at that time a premier IT institute and I was in the training side of the thing and managing uh, centers over there and IT was a big institution back home um I am a, a single child so it was hard for my parents to uh, send me off 
but I was already married. Uh, so the challenging the challenge part that I had was I already had a kid and uh, I had a two and a half year old. I got a H1. This was 99 when Y2K was a big thing in uh, US. And I had to leave my daughter back home because there was, uh, wow. it, it was, uh, that was a struggle. But uh, so be it. How old was she? She was two and a half year old. Wow. So, uh, but I had my support of my mom who was able to keep her. So I was here in uh, US for nine months without my family. Uh, it was interesting times. Um, when I landed here, the consultants were not able to get me a job. And then I had to switch firms. But uh, things have moved on. Uh, it's been 25 years, and uh, I have been in various firms doing various technology uh, positions. Um, U.S. is a land of opportunities. Uh, so it was a great, it has been a great run. And coming to India, you see now India is a land of opportunities. So, yeah. That, that's actually a good way of putting it from what we've seen. Um, you know, Preetha talked about the sacrifices that, that were made. Um, but Sonia, you know, earlier when we were traveling, we were talking about our families and you were talking about your children and, and some of the things that they're about to do. Um, uh, some of the successes, college, mm -hmm. uh, some incredible things that, that, that you're a little bit further ahead in, in terms of the age of your kids than mine. And I would love for my kids to end up in your children's shoes. That being said, do you think the sacrifices that you made that you just got done talking about were worth it now? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, um, at times you put your family first, you put yourself first. Um, when we when I moved from India to U.S., um, there were many, uh, I would say, culture shock uh, in some sense. I had moved, though I had moved from Delhi, I was a single child. My mom is very conservative, possessive, uh, and should I say, not, I shouldn't say possessive, protective uh, parent who would not let me move anywhere. I had never even gone to a hostel to live out of my home. So it was work, home, that was my uh, periphery of uh, living. And I landed in U.S. So it was like, haven't traveled in India, but have landed a far away <laughs> place. And for them, since I was the only child, it was, um, a, you know, you being protective and now you're going to 5,000 plus miles away. And that time we did not have video chats. We did not have, it was all phones and you have a small child, you have a protective mom. So it was, it was a struggle, but it was worth it. Um, there were many, um, I mean, many anecdotes I can share, but in the interest of time, I'll say that it's, it's been a great run. That's great. How about you, Pavita? So. Um, yeah, my parents' sacrifice, what I was saying earlier, right? I think that was more of a motivation for me to do well. Um, but I would have to give a lot of credit to people I've met in all walks of life, right? Since I came to the U.S., I, uh, three years I did my master's in South Florida. I met a lot of professors that really were warm and really helped us understand the experiences of what is what does good look like, right? And what are the things that you should do to be successful? Um, so that helped. And then all the friends um, that we had, they were more like family. So even though we all left our families back in India, they were almost like second family to us. So it, it didn't make us feel like we were alone. It was almost like a community looking out for each other. 
and uh, after that i moved to the chicago area to pursue my first job in motorola solutions um it was in rf and microwave engineering it was uh, like high tech and a lot of um, uh, like a lot of people influenced the way i look at things process oriented continuous improvement i have a six sigma green belt and uh, um i i use those continuous process um learnings that i've had right like each stumbling block you you see and each um like step you take i think it it resonates with you those are things that cannot be taken away from us uh, i think we refine those experiences the story gets recreated in our mind right the our life stories so i feel like many of those stumbling blocks in a way have been challenges that have helped move me toward closer towards a much bigger goal um right now the tech venture program i would say has been a very experiential meeting a lot of great people uh, and all their experiences have further enriched what i've learned in the program so far um and um, i'm i've never thought of myself as an entrepreneur but i'm thinking i should pursue it sure sure and you definitely get the bug wire wire over here yeah. you know you mentioned all the people that that we've met here collectively in this collective experience um you know one of the people that we were you know fortunate to spend some time with was upasana taku taku uh, the founder of the indian unicorn mobile quick mm-hmm. um you know she's one of uh, Forbes uh, top 25 most influential business women uh which is incredibly impressive um you know in a in an industry that's male dominated male saturated but also in a country that that is very male oriented um you know meeting her was impressive but you know and this is also an observation i made i want to see if you share this observation but in many of the startups that we visited you saw the young people that were working there just you know a, a sea of people working at these at these startups and i would think roughly half easily half maybe more at some places were young women true as an indian as a woman how does it make you feel what 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 thoughts do you have on what the world might look like in 20 years well uh it's it's exciting it's definitely a very exciting world right there and uh, emerging markets are definitely have a lot of opportunities india has grown with um, education we met the minister the other day and it was eye opening to see the jam uh, version which is um janadhan aadhar and mobile that india has exponentially um invested in it was something that we had heard from back home Um, which is US now uh, and uh, coming here the sheer numbers and every uh, every startup that we go india does provide an opportunity of large scales so and the sheer numbers that we see how people have used that opportunity and used the government's support and also tells you how infrastructure just grows a country and how strong political environments just enable every sphere of life and of course like you mentioned females um education in india with female though literacy is has improved there has been a disparity with women but still whatever i see is women have been smart enough to take all those opportunities whenever they have are you know like preeta said a bleak of window shows up and they take it up and 
this is not just in uh, very educated people. We also saw uh, one of the panelists where she was using even um, uh, the tri tribal people. So when you see those kind of uh, exponential growth and you see the, it reaching the mass, and of course we saw the geo effect with the mobile reaching right. way way inside. And when we met, uh, when we saw MediBuddy, which is again another version of how telemed has been just exponentially reaching millions of people, it, that is that is. Um, a wow moment. That's an aha moment of our tech venture. And we see that in a very different perspective and say that, wow, people are really growing. And it, it as an Indian, it is um, um, a moment of pride. It is a moment of, um, let's see where the country goes. And we just keep our fingers crossed that everything just moves in the right direction. Uh, the political uh, environment is perfect right now. And also... Like you said, youngsters have taken, uh, uh, you know, um, the rain. There was a time in India when you t they used to say there's a brain drain. All the IIT professionals would go out. But now we saw all the startups, literally every one of them are from the highest education here because the country has provided the opportunity. Uh, yeah, so it's it's just amazing that it's not just it's it's females are definitely taking it. It's but it's everywhere, and entrepreneurship is the way to go in India. The biggest challenge when when we talked to the minister, he was the biggest channel challenge is the number of educated people that are coming out of the country every single year. So providing employment is one ch biggest challenge. So it was an interesting perspective to hear that countries this side. So many new people coming out, whether it is 35-year-old or 25-year-old. And the only way you can provide such such large scale of employment is through entrepreneurship. And, and just to give context to our audience, you know, India is a, is a, is a, is a country of 1.42 billion people. But what's even more staggering, in my opinion, is, isn't this your size, is that roughly 60% of the country is under the age of 35. Right. I, I think when it comes to, to um, uh, ecospheres, entrepreneurship, uh, growth, that factor might be the most important factor. There's there's a lot of things that go into an ecosystem, government support, the infrastructure, the, the transparency, a lot of things. But to have that kind of an engine, a, a highly educated engine, a highly motivated engine at that age, I am. I'm really curious to see how fast. So one another thing that the minister did uh, mention, and it was that there's a lot of emphasis which has gone on um, providing uh, vocational training to people. So people, young people coming out of the colleges, should not be looking at a second post, you know, post degree. They should be capable to get a job or do entrepreneurship. Because that's the way the country has to go. There is no way you can provide corporate jobs. So tech venture is a very, you know, it's something which is very interesting and very appropriate at this time. And probably that's why we see zillions of uh, ventures coming up. And India has been a mom and pop shop, small shop 
people have been very entrepreneurial. If you, uh, there's MNCs have only come recently to this country, but small small uh, companies, SMBs were always there, and um, education is enabling it, which is the right way to go. I want to add, like, thank you, sorry. I want to add, like, two more um, statistical points to this discussion. Actually, 50% of the country's population is aged 25 and under. I want to ask, what would be your advice for the young women tech professionals in India for their future? So, um, would it be possible for you to give them one advice? That... Yeah, so... um since 1980 right we've had women um so, some women in even like big roles like a prime minister of india indira gandhi was prime minister of india in 1980 um like but then not everybody has had the opportunity to get the education and be able to um put themselves in a spot where they could um reach their potential uh, the one thing i would ask for indian women to do is we always put others before ourselves. Um, Self-love is important, making sure that they're able to um, have the confidence, right, and be able to pursue their dreams. I think that's important. Um, there are so many, uh, there's going to be a thousand challenges. There's going to be people that are going to say you can do it or you shouldn't do it. But then if you have the self-love and the confidence, you would be able to push back on those roadblocks and keep moving forward. The other uh, thing I would like to say is that education these days has been on phones. It, it has come to the you know grassroots. So having moms uh, promoting their daughters, and uh, sometimes we find females are the worst um, you know, they are the first culprits for them themselves only. They, they contain. There was a very interesting documentary I say which said that we teach girls to adjust. When we that's how we we have been trained in in India. Adjust all our lives, which means that the moment you say adjust, that means you constrain. You mean you restrict. You mean you don't grow. You the it is instead of adjust the statement has to grow. So I think that that is important from uh, even as a culture, it has been uh, norm in India. I don't know how it is in other societies much, but definitely in India, the, always the environment is the girl has to adjust, whether it is in her married life or is it in work or... So it's not just... Uh, it's, it's a culture shift that we need to say and not constrain the females. And 50% of the population is female. So if you constrain them, then you're constraining the whole society. Yeah, and um, like in the next 20 years, right, I think it's not just the women themselves, but the socioeconomic um, uh, like environment has to move towards gender equality in pay, right? I mean, there are 50% of the 
women that are working now but not there are still women that are staying home because they have to take care of their young kids i think um like big corporates and even startups should look at how do we give um more flexible work environment for women that can take care of family but still be able to work and also the the pay right in terms of gender equality in terms of pay that's one thing that in the next 20 years i i don't think that would ever be a challenge i'm i'm hoping like when my daughter is working or if she wants to come to indian work um she doesn't have to face some of the challenges that we faced i think um that's where uh, right like all the women in india probably should be thinking about like how do we leave this place better for our daughters right to grow and flourish sonia arora and prita menon thank you very much for being with us today Absolutely, it's a yeah, pleasure. Uh, absolutely, and it's it's you know from Valken I uh, you know Valken is the the father of a a young daughter. I have as we talked earlier, I have three myself, and you know it's really impactful for a father to to see kind of some of the things we we saw here in India, and um, uh, you know makes makes a father's job a little bit easier when um, when we know that there's women like you. who are making um, our jobs easier for their future. So, thank you. Thank you for having us here. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for diving deep with us on another episode of Lehigh Love Ego High Impact Mindset. Join us every week as we discover the stories, strategies and insights that will empower you to grow personally and professionally. Stay inspired and catch you in the next one.